Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The D.C. region, I'm Mike Marillo. A shooting in Charles County leaves two men dead. This is Kyle Cooper. Montgomery County schools are following more safety and improved communications. I'm Dick Iuliano. Gains on Wall Street, the Dow was up 376 at the closing bell Monday. Good morning, welcome in, 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Police say a 43-year-old man with no known connection to Michigan State University has shot and killed three people at two campus locations. About four hours after the shootings, he took his own life. MSU Deputy Police Chief Chris Roseman says the shooter was found with multiple magazines and two weapons. The suspect in this incident was located outside of the MSU campus, and it does appear that that suspect has uh, died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. University President Teresa Woodruff. It's something that's quite unimaginable. It has been imagined in other places and other times, but we just can't imagine that it's here. We're devastated at the loss of life. Chief Roseman says police still don't know the motive for the shooting. We are relieved to no longer have an active threat on campus. While we realize that there is so much healing that will need to take place after this. The death toll in Turkey and Syria from earthquakes a week ago has now risen to 37,000. The BBC's Quentin Somerville is in northern Syria. The Syrian Civil Defense Force, also known as the White Helmets, did what they could with pickaxes and crowbars. The rescuers, who received funding from the British government, lack modern rescue equipment. Wasn't tough on us because... Ismail Abadullah is a volunteer. And we know, and the whole world knows, that this disaster is bigger than anyone. It's beyond our capacity. No one responded. No one. The White House is trying to end speculation that the recent unidentified objects that American fighter planes have shot down came from another planet. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. I just wanted to make sure we address this from the White House. I know there have been questions and, and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. A new CDC report says teen girls have a lot of mental health challenges. WSB reporter Sabrina Cupid. About a third of teenage girls said they had seriously considered attempting suicide. Overall, more than 40% of boys and girls said that they felt sad or hopeless within the past year and were unable to do their regular activities like schoolwork or sports for at least two weeks. If you got relief checks from your state, there's good news, says CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Maybe a resident in California who got a middle-class tax refund or a taxpayer in Alaska that received an energy relief payment or one of the many states affected by natural disaster, the money that you received from your state will not be taxable on a federal level. The Consumer Price Index for January will be released in a few hours. Analysts predict it will show a slowing of inflation. Consumer prices expected to have risen 6.2% in January from 12 months earlier. This is CBS News. People are surprised when they actually visit one of Cabinet Discounter's seven showrooms. They expect kitchen and bath displays, but didn't know we manufacture quartz and granite countertops and offer accessories, tile backsplashes, and flooring. At CabinetDiscounters.com, you'll see libraries, entertainment centers, wet bars, fireplace surrounds, hutches, and offices we've created. Call now for free consultation with an experienced designer. Check it out at CabinetDiscounters.com. Cabinet Discounters. Great quality. WTOP at 403. 
Tuesday morning, February 14th, 2023. Mostly sunny, nice spring-like today. 55 to 60 on this sunny day for the high. You're waking up to 43 degrees in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour ride. Topping the local stories that we're following for you as we head into this day together, we begin with word that Ted Lerner, who may be best known, of course, as owner of the Washington Nationals, but Lerner is a developer in many ways, helped to literally shape the D.C. region, especially Northern Virginia. We've learned here at WTOP this week the 97-year-old died apparently late in the weekend from complications from pneumonia. And WTOP's Mike Murillo this morning helps us remember Lerner through his career as a developer. When Ted Lerner looked at Tyson's decades ago. When he first saw it, it was nothing but green grass, fences, and cows. But Michael Kaplan, who was a founding member of the Tyson's Partnership, says Lerner. In that, he saw one of the largest, most successful shopping malls in America. Kaplan says with the development in Tyson's. Almost everything you see out there is his work. The Tyson's Corner Mall doesn't exist except for Ted. The Tyson's Galleria right across the street doesn't exist except for Ted. Kaplan says Lerner's integrity set him apart from other developers. He was readily apparent as a man of his word who would drive a hard bargain and then stick to it and see that it happened. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Two men are dead in a local shooting in Charles County. Also happening Monday, police trying to piece together this morning exactly what did happen. The shooting happened in Indian Head on Shelton Court about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Spokesperson for the Charles County Sheriff's Department, Diane Richardson, says three men were near or in an SUV when shots were fired. There were gunshots and then the vehicle took off. Um, the vehicle traveled as far as four or five miles on Route 210 heading north. Police called up and tried to help one man badly injured. He died. A second died at the hospital. A third man was injured. Based on the information that we've obtained so far, it appears that this is an isolated incident involving these three individuals. The investigation, however, is ongoing. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP at 406. When you need help the most, you dial 911, right? Making sure those call taker jobs are filled so you get the help you really do need at that call is a real challenge, it seems, these days. People in crisis, crash victims, crime victims, the calls are answered by 911 call takers at Montgomery County's Emergency Communications Center. They are facing burnout. You know, it's call after call after call. ECC Director Cassandra Only says... Chronic understaffing has led to longer response times. The average is now 9 minutes and 20 seconds. That's up by 44 seconds over last year. That high-stress job has even led to budgeting for a licensed clinical social worker to be available to the call takers. The ECC has 198 authorized positions. 65 of those slots are currently vacant. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's 406 Tuesday morning. Opioid overdoses and the threat of guns are a couple of security concerns at some local schools in the area. Montgomery County is re-emphasizing safety and security in the school system. School staff, students, and families have been told that the school system is currently re-examining safety measures for restrooms, which have been an area of drug use. School leaders are promising regular checks and monitoring throughout the day. The Montgomery County school system faced criticism for lax communications with parents during a lockdown at Albert Einstein High School this school year. Leaders are promising more frequent and detailed communications during emergencies. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 407. Traffic and weather coming right up. Stay with us. 
Federal agencies are looking for new approaches to today's challenges. At Maximus, we are ready and focused on what's ahead, leading with new ideas and emerging trends for government modernization, harnessing advanced technologies and data to drive transformation, creating a total experience for the delivery of citizen services. We are enabling innovation to enhance the efficiency of government to reimagine new possibilities for today. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. It is the morning, February 14th. Thanks for starting your early morning with us here at WTOP. Time now is 4.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. Most of our works are starting to pick up and go home. It's that special time of morning, but there are a couple that are persisting. One, notably, on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway in Virginia, so let's start there. It's the outer loop ramp to go west on 66. You can't use it right now. It's blocked for a work zone, and hopefully they're going to pull the cones out of the road here before too long. But for the moment, that ramp blocked at exit 49. If you need to go west on 66 in the outer loop, Route 50, exit 50, Arlington Boulevard is your friend. Either take that west to Nutley Street and then north on Nutley Street and back to 66 westbound. Or you can double back on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway because you can access the ramp from the inner loop to go west on 66. That part of exit 49 is open. On the inner loop, the ramp to go east on 66 is closed. That part is closed. So, again, you're going to have to plan your plan your battles carefully this morning until they get those cones out of the roadway. 66, there was eastbound work after 29 Gainesville. Have not gotten an update on this one in a while, but it was blocking a right lane when last seen. And then after Sudley Road, it was a left lane to get by the work zone. But, again, no update on this one, and this one has successfully eluded the cameras. This one may be out of the roadway. Can't really tell. The one that is definitely out of the roadway now is the one that was east or westbound, I should say, inside the Beltway after Route 7. That is now gone from the right side. On the Capitol Beltway in Maryland, we are good. No reported delays. We did have some crash activity and some extracurricular activities in Dunkirk this morning. Route 260, West Chesapeake Beach Road at Brickhouse Road and Jewel Road. The crash activity following police direction because the crash took out the traffic signals. So the traffic signals are dark. Follow direction. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. Well, we're looking at a terrific Tuesday. If you like sunshine and warm temperatures, yeah, I've got those for you. Highs in the upper 50s to around 60 with that sun. That's going to make for a great afternoon. On Wednesday, we'll see some showers early, but most of the day is dry and warm. High temperature of 67 Wednesday, 67 and rain on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. You are waking up to a bit of a chill this morning. 39 is only going to get better, though. 39 degrees at the wharf in D.C., 39 this 4 a.m. hour at Oxon Hill. It is 35 in Sterling. We are looking. Let me click over here since I had to move something to make sure we haven't changed. There we go. We're down to 38 now in our nation's capital. This check in the 4 a.m. hour Tuesday morning brought to you here on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to the longfence.com website today and schedule your free in home estimate, WTOP at 411. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. 
We offer the best of both worlds. The technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. This is WTOP News. A new study this week from the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, says health-wise, teenage girls are apparently facing record levels of mental health challenges right now. Double the rate of boys, actually. This morning, New York Times health writer Ronnie Karen Rubin joins Dimitri to discuss the findings. It's really, really grim. Um, and it was, this survey was done in 2021, but we're seeing this as a continuum because they do this survey every two years. So we, we look at, we can see the figures over 10 years. So this isn't just the pandemic. We had a problem before we went into the pandemic and it's gotten much, much worse. Um, as you said, one in three girls seriously considered a suicide attempt. 24% made a plan. Um, that's a real kind of red flag. They made a plan. That's when you know it's, it's really very dangerous. And 13% made an attempt. Um, so, you know, we know the effect of the pandemic that kind of disrupted everything. Their structure, their whole structures were, were changed. There was a lot of disruption and a lot of isolation. Um, but we think this is kind of bigger than that and it's been going on for longer. Um, girls do suffer from, from more depression, uh, than boys. They, they internalize bad feelings when things go wrong. They take it on themselves. They turn against themselves. Boys are more likely to kind of act out, maybe do risky things or aggressive things, but they're, they're, they're not, they don't internalize as much. Um, why it's happening, you know, it's a, it's a whole stew of things, but, a lot of people are looking at social media and, you know, we can't tie it directly, but the amount of pressure kids put themselves under when they're constantly on on their phones, on their devices, um, knowing what other people are doing, knowing what other people are doing without them being judged on, on how they look and how they present themselves. So that seems to put a, a lot of pressure on girls. So one psychiatrist said to me, you know, they're on social media and they see everyone saying, we had a good time last night at Jane's house, but Jane told me she wasn't going out. She was staying home and she didn't want to get together with me. So this is happening all the time. He said all these things are like daggers in their heart every time they, they see it. And I think if, we, if we're being honest, uh, a few of those things happen in our adult lives, too, and it doesn't feel that much better. But hopefully, uh, we, you know, with time, we've been able to cope a little better. Uh, as I say, I, you know, we sympathize with somebody who's 12 or 13 and going through that. It, it is devastating. What is the best advice that you're hearing uh, to parents beyond what you said that's so important, that uh, boys and girls tend to exhibit different signs uh, when they're depressed? Everyone's saying, you know, talk to your kids, make sure you connect with your kids, make sure that you try to sit down with them. And if you can sit down and have dinner or just sit down with them at the end of every day and check in and see how things are going and really show interest and really ask and really take an interest and, and make it clear, you know, that, that you're there to talk to, that that communication and sort of on a, on a regular basis um, and and the other thing is they really want this, you know, they really want the schools to, there are a lot of programs in schools. They want the schools to step up too. They want to have more training for teachers to pick up on, on, on cues and to, to discuss this with kids and for there to be more resources for schools to, to take in kids. You know, there is, um, as we know, there's a new, there's a new suicide prevention hotline, 988. Um, so 
get help help your kid get help talk to them listen to them it's not always easy to get help their child psychiatrists are in, in high demand but um but but at least to make that effort and to start reaching out because that gives kids hope that's new york times health writer Roddy here and Ruben talking with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's check in once again with Rob this morning. The Wizards, despite a strong start in Golden State, saw their two-game win streak end with a 135-126 come-from-ahead defeat at the hands of the Warriors. Bradley Beal had a roller coaster day, scoring 33 points to join Elvin Hayes as the only players in franchise history to reach 15,000 career points. A milestone reached after losing a tooth earlier in the game, Wes Unsell Jr. I guess head on head collision on a step up pick and roll kind of got knocked, knocked loose. No foul was called, no. Yeah, fouls were hard to come by for the Wizards in the loss. Before the game, Beal was fined $25,000 for making contact with an official over the weekend. Quick turnaround to another late start for the Wizards in Portland at 10 o'clock. On the college hardwood, American fell hard to last place Bucknell, 73-51. They've dropped three straights and fall on the wrong end of a season sweep. The Howard men and women each extended win streaks with a blowout victory over Maryland Eastern Shore over at Bird Gymnasium. According to the preliminary ratings from Super Bowl 57, the Chiefs' thrilling win over the Eagles was the third most watched show in television history, drawing an estimated $113 million. That's roughly a million fewer than the record set seven years ago by the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl. The Washington Commanders search for a new offensive coordinator expected to ramp up this week. The Burgundy and Gold reportedly trying to set up interviews with the Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy and former Ravens OC Greg Roman. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 417 on WTOP. The Army, we hear, still struggling to find those new recruits. The Army says it's working to rebound from its worst recruiting year in decades. It missed its goal by about 25% last year. But it's not wokeness that's hurting them, like some Republicans have claimed. It's safety. Recruiters say young people don't want to die or get injured. They also don't want to deal with the stress of Army life or put their lives on hold. The Army's head of marketing says young people just don't see the Army as relevant relevant anymore. So it's trying to offer new programs and enticements and revamping its advertisements to try to change their minds. Monica Ricks, CBS News. Among the top stories we're following on WTOP, Michigan State University police say this morning the person who on Monday killed at least three people on campus before taking his own life was a 43-year-old man unidentified so far. He was apparently unaffiliated with the campus. Five people who were shot are in the hospital this morning, some in critical condition. He's the man who brought the Washington Nationals once MLB moved the team to D.C. from Canada, then built up the Nats to world champions here at WTOP this week, remembering, remembering former team owner Ted Lerner, who died over the weekend, uh, late in the weekend, we're told, from complications with pneumonia. He was 97. At least one person is dead after a man driving a U-Haul truck rammed into a group of people in Brooklyn, New York. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. 418. Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Okay, good news and bad news in Virginia. The good news is they finally turned a camera around where we can see our 66 work zone eastbound after Sudley Road. The bad news is, yep, it's still there, and it's over on the right side, maybe a single left lane to get by this work zone. Hopefully they're going to start pulling up the cones here pretty darn soon. Other than that, 66 is actually in good shape 
uh, at least in the main travel lanes eastbound, is making your way toward the Capitol Beltway. On 95 northbound, coming out of Fredericksburg, doing very well. So far this morning, no reported delays through Aquia and Dumfries all the way to the Springfield Interchange, 395, quiet to the 14th Street Bridge. Capitol Beltway, we still don't have a ramp from the outer loop to westbound 66. I mean, it's there. It's just blocked for work overnight. Inner loop, I believe, may still be blocked on the ramp to go east on 66. So if you need 66 early in the morning, plan your trip accordingly. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait until they get those ramps open, hopefully the next uh, half hour to 45 minutes. On the Maryland Beltway, no reported delays between Oxon Hill and Bethesda. Doing very well, Maryland. Keep it up. 95 BW Parkway, no reported delays. 270 out of Frederick this morning through Urbana and Clarksburg all the way to the Lane Divide. We are fine. 50 across the Bay Bridge, all travel lanes available and passable. And then between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway through Annapolis and Bowie, no reported delays. The only flying the ointment in southern Maryland is going to be in in Calvert County. We had a crash on West Chesapeake Beach Road at Brick House Road. The crash following police direction because the crash also did away with the traffic signals. They are dark and they're going to have to wait to be repaired. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Good morning. We have mild weather coming our way for the next few days. It starts with today, your Valentine's Day. It'll be mostly sunny. Today's high temperatures up near 60 degrees. It will stay quite mild overnight. Temperatures staying in the 40s under a cloudy sky. And there's a chance for a drop or two of rain first thing tomorrow morning. But you will get a dry afternoon. But Wednesday afternoon, though it'll be dry, it'll be quite gusty and really warm. Near 70 tomorrow. That will not be a record. Records for tomorrow's date are up near 76. So that will not be a record, but it sure will be nice and warm. Just as mild on Thursday, but Thursday is going to be cloudy with an occasional shower likely at just about any time. And quite windy as well. A cold front arrives around daybreak on Friday, so Friday will have a gusty northwest wind and falling temperatures. In the mid-50s Friday morning, in the mid-30s Friday evening. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. You are waking up to 39 degrees, Tyson's Corner, 40 Potomac, 39 as well, LaFont Plaza. We're down uh, a degree to 38 now in our nation's capital. This latest check in the 4 a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, February 14th here. On WTOP, brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. What one local area is doing about increased crime. Coming up next on WTOP. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 422. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. In the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. You're listening to WTOP News. Here at home, downtown Silver Spring has suffered a rash of crime in recent weeks. We're told, including shootings and apparent carjackings. In response, police have increased patrols now, expanded camera surveillance, and are planning to deploy automated license plate readers. This morning, WTOP's own Dick Giuliano with details on the impacts that these safety plans could have on the area. The businesses that could face the regulations are late-night businesses, 
like nightclubs, which are drawing more than routine calls from police. So these are businesses that would be singled out by using crime data. These businesses will work with the police on items ranging from secure personnel and training to exterior lighting and graffiti removal and security cameras. And besides requiring trained security, the requirements could force businesses to provide 24-hour video monitoring with high-def cameras, sufficient outside lighting, and they could be forced to meet regulations governing the tint on window glass so police can see inside from the outside. The plan still needs approval by the county council, so it's months away from possibly being enacted. So far, is there any pushback from the businesses themselves? Well, police say some late-night businesses have already instituted some of these measures that the legislation would require, improving camera surveillance and lighting. And Chief Marcus Jones says some nightclubs are in the process right now of obtaining handheld metal detectors to keep guns out. Jane Redeker, president of the Greater Silver Spring Chamber of Commerce, has expressed support. We're committed to working with the police, to working with the county to make Silver Spring a safe comfortable and welcoming place for everyone who lives, works, and visits here. And under the terms of the legislation, Dimitri, affected businesses who fail to comply would be fined and they could be shut down by continued violations. So are these proposed rules being limited to downtown Silver Spring? Actually not. Although the first late night businesses targeted are all in Silver Spring, the legislation would enable stepped up regulations to be imposed on late night businesses elsewhere like Pike and Rose, the Crown Neighborhood or Rockville Pike. But the driver here again is businesses forced to comply would be those identified by the use of crime data. And right now those are the night spots in Silver Spring. WTOP's Dick Giuliano speaking with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Morning traffic is at its worst. Jack Taylor is at his best. Join John and Michelle and Jack on Traffic. WTOP News. WTOP at 425. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow rallied 377 points Monday. The Nasdaq up 1.5%. Gaithersburg-based Novavax will sell another 1.5 million doses of its protein-based COVID vaccine to the U.S. government. Cloud messaging company Twilio will reportedly lay off 17% of its workforce, about 1,500 jobs. A home in the D.C. area that sold in January had been on the market for 30 days, more than twice as long as it took to sell a year ago. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. This Valentine's, let's be honest, Diamonds Direct knows what's on all of our wish lists this year. Just like the little black dress is a wardrobe staple that can be worn for any occasion, diamond classics like diamond stud earrings, pendants, and tennis bracelets are the perfect addition to dress up any look. For the first time ever, Diamonds Direct is offering an amazing 25% off their Diamond Classics collection. With 25% off, it's never been easier to build a perfect timeless jewelry collection. Every outfit is complete with these classics. Dress up your look with a pair of diamond studs, tennis bracelet, or pendant. Now through the 14th, take an additional 25% off Diamonds Direct's already low prices on their Diamond Classics collection. And give that little black dress lots of sparkle. Don't miss the best-ever Valentine's celebration at Diamonds Direct. With unprecedented savings, in-store designer appearances, and special 0% financing offers. Get all the details at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. WTOP at 427. An update on traffic and weather a minute away. 
Why buy a boring new car when you can have an amazing certified pre-owned luxury car from Select Auto Imports? Select is a five-star dealer that has been in the D.C. area for more than 30 years. Customers know that the BMW 